welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I am your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime bachelorette. Because that's what I think this show is. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a guest today. I have a very good friend here with me. Hello, I'm Joss. I uh, love anime. <laughs> <laughs> the right show, I'm then. a cosplayer, and oh, we're we're all the way in. I'm a cosplayer, um, <laughs> and also um, I love. I don't know. I've I've been watching anime since middle school, like everyone. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, not like everyone. Oh, except <laughs> except you. <laughs> You're the only one in the world, Dugan. <laughs> It seems like that. I've been on the internet since. <laughs> it is weird that, like, middle school does seem to be the origin point for most anime watching. Oh, definitely. The origin I mean, yeah, story. that's sort of the point where you get to explore your own interests and be like, hey, what's the weird stuff I can go find? Yeah. I started with Bleach. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's, which, oh. Yeah, which I was gross about that, too. But, um... And then after Bleach, I watched Death Note, which I love that episode you guys did. I'm a huge giant fan, <laughs> by the way. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, then it was, you know, a mess. A mess from there. <laughs> a mistake. <laughs> a mistake. So, so speaking of watching? mistakes, what are we watching this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is technically our Valentine's Day episode, so oh. we're watching my very favorite anime of all time because it's perfect for Valentine's Day. <laughs> we're watching Oran High School Host Club. Yes. Yes. Kiss fall in love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've heard a lot about it from Dana. Yes. Um, it's probably also in my top three. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. The direct inspiration for our al- our, our podcast art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my With gosh, my I didn't even realize that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so I watched it in eighth grade. It was a big issue for me, hyperfixation-wise. Oh, same. <laughs> Absolutely. That was like my first big hyperfixation. It was disgusting. Um, I have the second part. Of it on DVD. I did not use it to watch it this time, but hey. (laughs) I will. I lied. I will not. Because future times, right? Whatever. Right. Wink. Right. Um, But yeah, it's, it, it just, it makes me feel some type of way. It's like, uh, every time I watch it, even now, like, it's still just, uh, yeah. It, I actually, I watched it. A little bit last year, so it was kind. I mean, it's kind of still in my brain, um, but I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> what do you guys think it's about? Because Brendan, you haven't watched it either, right? I've seen it like I've seen it on forums and stuff. Like it's popular, so I've seen it around. But yeah, I, I've never actually sat down and watched any of it. Mm. Yeah, I know sort of the gist of the premise, but that's about it, and that's just from like internet osmosis. So mm-hmm. I, oh, uh, narratively, I have no clue what is going on. I'm Perfect. A, I'm assuming with host club in the title, I'm guessing it's like, like they all look like they're in school uniforms. So I'm guessing school. Mm-hmm. And then host club is like, they host events at the school. Like they are host at the club. 
kind that's of a fine guess. Also, you know they're in high school because it's called Oron High School. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's so I, good. I just naturally assume every anime is in high school because like ninety percent of them are. That that's is fair. the safest bet. Unless you're Sailor Moon. She's in middle school. She's in middle school. Oh, weird. I probably yeah. should have noticed that since we just did that episode. That's okay. Hey, middle school or high school, we'll, we'll put them together for the sake of anime categorization. Angsty teens. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, we are watching episodes 1, 15, and 16, and we will... We will dive on in. It's time to kiss, kiss, fall in love, guys. Here we go. Oh, yes. Geez. Oh, no, that wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so many beautiful boys. Beautiful <laughs> boys as far as the eye can see. Another beautiful boy anime. Yeah, this seems to be a trend with our show that I don't think anyone planned on. I deliver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I deliver on the beautiful boys. It was it was in the back seat the whole time. We knew we would get the beautiful boys. We just didn't know how or when. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's a that's a lot of roses. Like a lot of fucking roses in, like, every shot. Yeah. I mean, they're all rich kids. They can afford it. I suppose. The floral budget is so high <laughs> for this anime. <laughs> and the clocks and the chandeliers. It's like that meme, like, help, I, I'm I'm bankrupt. What do I spend less money on? It's like, like 50,000 on roses. Four trillion roses. Spend less on roses. No, that's not an option. <laughs> The only thing I can't budget on is roses. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, so to start out, I watched all three episodes of the dub. I did too. Me as well. Did dub, sub, dub. I have never watched the sub. Same. It's not that different, though. I did notice some of them like were definitely more, uh, I guess, I don't, know, I don't know if I want to say masculine, more resonant voices with some of the guys. Which is mm. odd because it's usually the opposite way with English dubs. Mm. So, or mm. rather, the sub was more masculine or resonant. It, yeah, you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah that uh, surprised me. But you know, mm. still good quality. Mm. Still, you know, didn't throw me off too much. So, mm-hmm. it's good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we start with episode one. Uh, we start with this uh, beautiful opening. Uh, where I now know where Kiss Kiss come, Fall in Love comes from. Ah, kiss yeah. Kiss Kiss Fall in Love. <laughs> I, I know every word of that song. So. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, I'll point out for at least the shows we've watched, it's rare that the first episode gets an intro. At least. Yeah. So that was yeah, especially uh, without like a cold open or lead in, just like straight up straight from intro. second one. Yeah. That must have been a... A lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually forgot. So, like, when it started, I was like, oh, it's time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. I will admit, uh, I, at least for the English version, I didn't think they go, they went as hard in the song as I thought they were going to. Hmm. I, the, whoever sings it is very, like, her voice is, eh. Yeah. This and the closing song, uh, we can talk about that more in depth, but it, it felt like it, they weren't, like, 
giving singers. it their all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, they I can think. sing, but they aren't, like, professional singers. Yeah. So I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> they go to, like, release the episode, and they're like, oh, shit, we didn't dub the intro song. Uh, <laughs> get Janice from accounting. Get her down here sing it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll point out, I do like the, I realized uh, very quickly in the opening, I like the style they have in the opening that it doesn't necessarily carry over into the rest of the show, but there's a lot of like thick outlines and then, um, it reminded me of, yeah, long Long voice, but it reminded me a lot of like the show, like panty and stockings or uh, life as a teenage robot. It's a lot of like long straight limbs and then like wide, almost bell bottom esque, like openings at the bottom but they're not they're clearly not bell-bottom pants or like jackets but it's i don't know there's something about the style that i actually really enjoyed and got me invested pretty quickly interesting yeah Hmm. yeah Uh, huh so so yeah uh we uh we start uh uh looking over this this beautiful school uh and we see a young boy looking into a library uh lamenting how crowded and loud it is because he just wants a quiet place to study You'd think with so many libraries, one of them would be quiet. <laughs> yeah. And I literally counted it. 27 seconds into the episode, we get the first mention of a dead mom. Check. Dead mom club. Welcome, Haruhi. God, I... Not even a full minute in, we, we check that box. I... How's heaven, mom? Not subtle. <laughs> Pretty good, it doesn't seem. <laughs> I don't want, like, jackets of, like, the dead mom club or dead parent club, like, for us to wear, because that would send a weird message and our parents would probably get upset. But, like, I want fan art of every character of an anime with, like, dead or, like, lost parents wearing club jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a good cosplay. I, uh, Brendan, you are the commission king. You can get that yeah. going. Hey, hey, don't call out my addictions on the podcast. <laughs> I actually commissioned two things this weekend. There should be like dead mom club cosplay gatherings that, where whoever is yes. cosplaying someone with a dead mom, they all get that jacket and then go and take pictures together. Wait, we know someone who organizes an anime convention. Can we might be able to get this going as like merch at cons? Like merch we'll- night. Oh, <laughs> TM. T- yeah, that's ours. That's ours. Uh, don't don't do that. That's our idea. <laughs> trademark, trademark, trademark. Yeah. <laughs> Make it. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, this young boy is looking around for a quiet place to study and looks to an abandoned music room and uh, opens the door and is immediately whisked, whisked away into uh, anime land. <laughs> where the beautiful uh, <laughs> boys are here. Yes. Long boys. <laughs> I don't you, don't you hate it when you open what you think in a, is abandoned room and there's just a bunch of beautiful boys staring back at you and Haru he's just like oh <laughs> what? I gotta wonder how big is the school that there's just abandoned rooms where people are just like just throw it away just don't reuse it for anything just get rid of this room and let no one go into it ever again like they got a lot more funding than my public school did Rich people. Yeah. You think Oron is a public school? Well, no, it's definitely not a public <laughs> But just the idea of like, well, I guess we're done with this room, and they just abandon it entirely. <laughs> well, we do have music room two now, so <laughs> number one can go fuck itself. <laughs> we burned down old music room because we couldn't figure out why it was called old music room. 
<laughs> no, the recorders. <laughs> we heard it was poor to reuse your room, so we built a new one and just let this one gather dust. Ugh. I mean, it seems like that level of wealth, so yeah, <laughs> that's very yeah. possible. Uh, so here we get sort of an uh, exposition dump on what the host club is. Uh, since this is a big fancy private school for the most elite rich people, uh, they uh, use that as uh, reasoning to sort of uh, make a little courtship club where uh, beautiful boys will uh, chat up beautiful girls and uh, sort of be their entertainment for their free time. Yeah, it's less courtship and more entertainment. Yeah. It's not about actually making mm. relationships with these yeah. boys. It's like a maid cafe. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. it's a maid cafe. It feels like a brothel to me. This... Go... <laughs> Johnson, I just look so disappointed. <laughs> I don't know. They, they don't, like... I mean, they take money, I guess, sometimes. Just like, Not that you guys have seen. <laughs> merchandise. Mm-hmm. Just with each, like, at least my idea of the maid cafe is just like everyone's in maid outfits. Like, it's a uniform. They all wear it. And I don't know. I've never actually been to one, so I don't know if their personalities are different. But at least from all the video games and D&D I play, all the brothels have, like, types. And it seems like this host club has types. Mm. Like, each boy is, the, like, that genre or, like, I guess interest. I don't want to call it a fetish. That makes it feel weird. But yeah, yeah. Each each boy has their own uh, flavor that will uh, mm. interest different clientele. Boy flavor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> so uh, immediately confronted by all these beautiful boys, uh, Haruhi is like uh, immediately trying to back out and saying, "Oh, sorry, I thought this was an abandoned room. Goodbye." Uh, but they they immediately draw him in and be like, hey, aren't you the, like, one poor kid who's here on scholarship? <laughs> poor kid. Oof. So uh, they sort of call him out on that, sort of uh, questioning him, like, hey, no one ever sees you around. You never wear the uniform, so you kind of stand out, but you also blend in because you aren't rich and we don't care about you. Uh, <laughs> Going hard at the nerd. Mm-hmm. They're very patronizing. Oof, yeah. But uh, they're like, hey, uh, but it's cool. We didn't know you're gay, but you're here for our host club. So uh, how can we serve you? All those boys are gay. (laughs) So gay. (laughs) I'm curious about this because at least in the episodes we saw, it doesn't come up again. But do they ever actually host other guys? Or is it always girls? Okay. It's always girls. Because they seem right on board. they're very accepting. Yeah. Yeah, They're tolerant. So I was kind of impressed we by that. They're, they're just like, okay, guy's here. Let's go. And she's like, oh, cool. Hmm. Uh, so uh, immediately flustered and uh, concerned, Haruhi sort of backs up trying to get away from this, this uh, approaching horde of boys <laughs> and uh, backs into a vase and knocks it over and it shatters and it's revealed to be an 8 million yen vase <laughs> that they were about to auction off. It's a lot of yen. So, yeah. yeah. That's about $80,000, I think. Uh, yeah. Sounds about if right. You, if you move the decimal point. Yeah, yeah. Which is usually... Because, like, 1,000 yen, I think, is, like, 10 bucks, so... Yeah, you basically just move it over two spots. Yeah, Math. so... Math. A, like, six-digit uh, vase. <laughs> it's a lot of quiche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So immediately horrified, 
again, establish that this is the poor kid who can't afford an $80,000 vase. Uh, they uh, recruit Haruhi to be their, uh, and I quote, host club dog to be bark, their bark. errand boy. Bork, bork. Indentured servant intern. Oh, same thing. Same thing! <laughs> <laughs> uh, still bitter from last week. <laughs> uh, so, uh, he's immediately adopted into this club uh, as the errand boy, uh, and we get to see a glimpse of the hosts in action uh, so as we cut to the clients coming in and just flirting everywhere in every different variety. Um, and we have... Uh, Haruhi, who went uh, grocery shopping, returns with uh, coffee that they don't recognize because it's instant coffee and they're all way too rich for that shit. Commoner's coffee. Ho, 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 ho. Is this uh, the kind you just put water in? <laughs> How novel. <laughs> I think if I drink this, my dad will yell at me. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic oh. line. Uh, so, yeah, we, they... They decide, ooh, this is this is such a novelty. We'll all have a taste test. Uh, and uh, the the head boy, after some of the girls are like, oh, I don't want it, offers that they can drink it from his mouth. Uh, yeah. Head boy, his name's Tamaki. I Show some respect. He's the king. He's the king. <laughs> Represent. Uh, I just wrote blonde boy for all of my notes because I just That's gave fun. everyone nicknames. I like, so Tamaki is actually French and Japanese, so he's Frappanese. Which is, <laughs> oh, Frappuccino. Yeah. Oh, oh we're baristas. <laughs> so, uh, they... But that line, that line is, like, super, like, infamous. Drink it from his mouth. So what if I, like, I drink wonder it why. from my mouth? I like to... <laughs> I like to imagine it's just him, like a bird with his mouth open, and they just like drink out of a straw. Baby birding. Uh. His mouth is just a, a big bowl that everyone drinks from. Yeah, yeah. Let's move. It's past like a fishbowl cocktail. <laughs> Let's move on. So, anyways, uh, uh, this is sort of where we get the introduction to all the uh, hosts. Uh, there is a set of twins. Uh, I'm awful with names, so if Twins. someone could Hikaru shout them out. and Kaudu. Ron and George. Sure. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Ron, Fred and no, George. No, wait. Fred and George. Also, yeah. Joss doesn't know Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trash. <laughs> all good. This is all about novices learning stuff. <laughs> so yeah, you're in true. good company here. I'll display I'm trash soon. <laughs> Even more so. <laughs> uh, we have a... A very little boy who is actually a third-year student, so it's very confusing that he is basically a six-year-old. All right. Yeah. I got a problem with Honey, because they introduce him as Boy Lolita, and that phrase is super uncomfortable for me, and I don't really know why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. I don't like it. It is sort of icky in concept, but it's nice that they don't also like sexualize him he's just yeah. like the cute little brother all the girls want to hang out with yeah sort of I vibe say i can like only assume that the girls who like page pay, pay whatever spend time with him are like motherly types hmm. maybe because i don't i mean they just think he's cute yeah. yeah all the comments towards him are always like oh he's so cute yeah no one's like "Ooh, that 
boy. Mm, Ooh, little boy. boy. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me get that little boy. <laughs> uh, uh, we also have the cool one, and we have the, like, tough one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, also uh, Tamaki, who is the most popular, uh, very flirtatious blonde boy. Yeah. So uh, the big one that hangs out with Honey, his name is Mori. Uh, and then the cool one, Kiyoya. He uh, he's like the vice president. He doesn't hang out with girls. Is he mostly. The, is he the cool? He's one? the businessman. Yeah. I don't really know what he is. Or, they I, introduce him as the cool one because yeah, when they cool are type. like, "Ooh, Haruhi, what kind of boy do you like? Do you like the cool one? Do you like the twins? Do?" You, uh, and he is introduced as the cool one. Yeah. I just wrote Ida because he reminded me a lot of Ida. From he Boku plays Hero. him. J. Michael Tatum plays Ida. It sounded what? very familiar, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. He plays all those boys. <laughs> He's got a type. Yeah. Uh, but I could tell you what all their types are. <laughs> Good boys? Well, because so oh. Hikaru and Kaoru are the mischievous type. Uh, and then Tamaki is like the princely type. And then I think, I don't know if it's in the subs or the dub, but I think he might introduce Mori as the wild type, which is weird because he's not. Hmm. Hmm. I think he says the strong and stoic type in the English dub. Yeah, which makes more sense. Sub, they call him. Whatever. But yeah, those are the boys. The boys. (laughs) The boys. So yeah, we have all the boys, and they decide uh, Haruhi is going to get trained to be a gentleman, since he has to uh, basically work for the rest of his school career to pay back for this face. Uh, So uh, Tamaki is sort of monologuing to him, and he's like, oh yeah, this guy's obnoxious. (laughs) And uh, uh, just... Insults Tamaki, and uh, they decide to uh, dress him up to be uh, more gentlemanly, since he doesn't have a uniform. And they're like, ooh, let's take off your glasses. And and uh, they see he's so beautiful without <gasps> his glasses on. It's like every rom-com. <laughs> Just so pretty. Every 80s movie. So yeah, uh, they they see that, oh, this is... One attractive lad, so uh, all the ladies will go wild for him. So rather than being the uh, errand boy, attractive lad is my gorgeous George Coverband. <laughs> um, so they decide, hey, we found a new host. Rather than just being our errand boy, uh, if you get one hundred requests from clients, we will forgive your debt. Uh, so uh, he goes to change in private and comes back out and is already starting to uh, talk up some of the clientele. And he's sort of trying to figure out what his angle would be. And he uh, goes for the sort of uh, uh, sympathy, uh, my mom is dead and it's been so hard for me sort of Playing angle. Dead mom card. Yep. <laughs> oh, way to cash that in. <laughs> Use it if you got it. So sort of the, uh, ooh, poor me, uh, fawn over me, women, uh, and uh, already is popular and has like three requests like five minutes in. Uh, and then Tamaki introduces him to one of uh, his regulars, which is uh, Princess. Uh, <laughs> princess. I, she's not important. I don't know her yeah. name. <laughs> uh, princess, uh, she's introduced as. And uh, she's immediately like, talking down like oh the poor folk they're letting anyone in these days 
Uh, we hate her. Build yeah. a wall. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Basically. Uh, and then Haruhi sees that his bag is missing, and uh, uh, suspiciously, out the window, it is floating in the fountain outside. Hmm. So he goes to collect all his things, and uh, Tamahi ends up following and helping him out. Uh, since he, like, lost his wallet, and he's not rich like everyone else, and actually needs to buy food for the week. So, uh, they, they have a nice bonding moment, working together as, as fast new friends. Yeah, I love it. Everyone's always telling me I'm <laughs> dripping with good looks. Ah. I love that. He's, ah! <laughs> he's such a soft boy. Oh. Tabaki is my favorite host. Oh, I stand. <laughs> I love him. Uh, so, we go back to, uh, the host room where, uh, uh, Princess decides to, uh, request, uh, Haruhi, and basically uses it to taunt him and be like, oh, you're, you're just common scum, you aren't rich like the rest of us. What was that? (laughs) She calls him a second-class citizen. Yeah, you know, uh, quality stuff. Mm-hmm. She a bitch. Things a nice person says. <laughs> uh, so uh, Haruhi sort of puts it together that, oh, Princess threw my stuff out the window. And uh, it's because uh, Tamahi is paying more attention to me and uh, is bold enough to say that she is jealous to her. And, oh, a commoner talking to such a, a refined folk like that? Oh, that's of course, is staging an attack. <laughs> That's what the next move is. So she, like, knocks over the table and pulls him on top of her. It's like, oh no, this this common rapscallion is attacking me. Whatever will I do? Uh, And, of course, (laughs) all the other hosts are like, "Uh, what the? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) We can see through you, you idiot. You're banned. Get out. You're banned. So, (laughs) luckily... (laughs) Uh, Haruhi's friends are by his side, and you Yay. know what friends do. They up the quota from 100 required <laughs> people to 1,000 since he caused such a commotion. So he will be here for quite a while. Friends make it harder for you. Well, he also uh, got the the uniform they loaned him out, like, wet, because she spilled, yes. like, her tea all over him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, he goes to change into new dry clothes, and then Tamahi goes to check on him, and oh, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> uh, uh, Haruhi is not the lad we thought he was. He is, in fact, a girl. Alas. Alas. <laughs> uh, which prompts uh, the most delightful, like, for an early 2000s-ish show, I love this, of Tamaki being like, so you're a girl. And she's like, biologically speaking, yeah. I wrote that too. My favorite thing ever. Because <laughs> she is truly just like, my note here is a bi- non-binary, asexual, panromantic icon. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, the uh. the quote she says, I it was so good. It was, I don't care what people... Like, I don't care like what pronouns you refer to me as. Uh, I think it's more important to... like. Judge me by person. my character. Yeah. It's something inside. Yeah. So it's like, it's not my gender as long as you treat me like a person and with I, like I qualities beyond girly or boyish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a uh, an issue in the, the sub with like the honorifics and stuff. 
but they're just kind of like, oh, well, what do we, or like, how would you refer to, I guess, our guest? Like, that way, not giving it away that you are also a girl. And uh, they're just like, oh, I can just call everyone dude and dudette. And I'm just like, hell yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the dub, she says, uh, I, I'll just call everyone dude and bro from now on. Bro, that's <laughs> it. Seem, to seem more like a dude. Yeah, dude and bro, that's it. I love also, she's like, being fawned over by a bunch of girls might not be so bad. It wasn't the worst thing. <laughs> Uh, and that's uh, episode one. And uh, Tamaki, like, immediately falls in love. <laughs> it's very good. He was already in love. <laughs> I didn't know it. Uh, so then we jump to episode 15, just because episodes two and three are just kind of whatever. These two are actually two of my favorites, so I just wanted to make sure that you guys got them. Got it. <laughs> I agree. These are also two of my favorites, too. Yeah. I'm really happy with the choice on that. So, in episode 15, it's the beginning of their summer vacation. Hikaru and Kaoru are in bed, and their phone starts ringing. Well, Hikaru's, I guess. And it's Tamaki. And they're like, ugh, for real? On the first day of our summer vacation? (laughs) And then Hikaru answers the phone, and Tamaki is very concerned that Haruhi is missing. (laughs) And he has called all of the host club members, and they're all just, like, in bed doing their thing. Uh, and they're like, what do you mean she was kidnapped by gypsies? <laughs> <laughs> because that's Tamaki's immediate, like, he's just so, I mean, he's Immediately so jumps to, we? like, stolen and put into indentured servitude. You know, the thing we're doing. <laughs> Basically. Exactly. <laughs> that's if, our if we game. We can't have her, no one can. <laughs> um, and I said, I put Tamaki as me whenever Paul hasn't spoken to me in a few hours. <laughs> oh I'm like, gosh. he's dead. Yeah, it's basically my mom. <laughs> Call the Coast Guard. Call the Navy. <laughs> I need them all here now. <laughs> um, but so then Kiyoya is on the line and he says, actually, she's in Karuizawa, which is a resort town. And you may think she's there to be on vacation. And she kind of is. She's there to work at a little bed and breakfast. And she's super cute wearing a cute little apron. And she's... Oh, real really... quick. Yes? When the twins are called, they're both in bed together, shirtless. I think okay. the one's naked? There's Listen. a lot of, like, uh, Lannister sort of hints between these I two. Did, <laughs> I did mean to talk about this and then forgot it happened. So they do sleep in the same bed. Their whole thing is that they just, like, they never needed anybody else, so they don't have anybody else. So they're just, like, really close. And their, like, angle for their hosting is brotherly love. Like, that's the thing that they do to attract girls. Yeah. I... I know. We were <laughs> just okay little... with it as preteens. That's just what happened. You know, we were like, oh, twins, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, so, it's a little you know, too sensual most yeah. of the time. Yeah, I feel like in the in these two episodes, it's definitely not as big of a thing as it is when they're, like, actually hosting. Mm-hmm. Aside from them, like, sleeping in the same bed and whatever. Yeah, yeah there are moments. Yeah. Um, and Hikaru comments about how summer vacation's not gonna be any fun without Haruhi, and it's just like, ooh, Hikaru's confused and he has a crush. Ooh. Potentially. Um, but so... Haruhi, they show Haruhi, she's in the inn doing, wow. She's <laughs> <laughs> she's outside of the inn, like, hanging up sheets and stuff to dry. 
and she is like inner monologuing about how the host club can't keep tabs on her anyway. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> Girl. you're sorely mistaken, my love. Because so naive. Then, yeah. Then Tamaki swoops in on a helicopter. Ruining the laundry. Just terrible. Um, so they arrive in Karuizawa and they meet the innkeeper, who is a drag queen named Misuzuchi. Um, so she actually knows Misuzuchi because her father is a drag queen. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Misuzuchi mentions, like, yeah, I work with Ranka, but you wouldn't know that that's Haruhi's dad, because we didn't meet Haruhi's dad in these episodes. Yeah, I did miss them saying drag queen or uh, like crossdresser or something like that because uh, it, I was a little bit concerned because they do say tranny and then oh, you refer bet I wrote that down. Yeah, and then <laughs> keep calling them he. So I was like, are they yeah. just transphobic? Is that what's going no. on? But I guess I missed that it was uh, drag queen and not a trans woman. Yeah. So. Uh, again, being, like, an early 2000s show, <laughs> like, it has its cool moments with Haruhi, like, obviously being, like, not necessarily into gender, but also, like, they called this person a tranny, which is not cool no. anymore. Yeah. So, you know, retcon. <laughs> Got <laughs> Worth really revisiting. A show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Better, so, better they're breakfast. all just... They're at the bed and breakfast to bother Haruhi. They're talking about how they all invited her to go on different vacations with them. And I just love that. <laughs> yeah. They all love her so much and so genuinely. And I just, like, love how, like, strong the friendships are in this show. I think it's, like, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Refreshing. <laughs> ah! they, all right. I made a note saying they say the word refreshing so much it's lost all meaning to me. Like it's, I don't understand what that word is anymore. Doesn't sound like a word anymore. No. <laughs> um. So Hikaru and Kaoru are like, "Why don't you have your cell phone on?" And Tamaki's like, "You have a cell phone." And then he gets really upset that he's not in Haru. He's top five. And he's like, but I'm your daddy and buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the daddy came out of nowhere, at least for yeah. us. And it's it doesn't make it feel better. <laughs> it kind of comes out of nowhere in the first place. He's just like, I don't know how I feel about this person. I guess I'm a father figure to them. Mm, mm, uh, much worse. Actually, but also, actually... I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh. There's I actually so they put their outtakes for this the dub and I watched them on YouTube a couple nights ago and um, there's a, an outtake of J Michael Tatum just going yes daddy and then <laughs> laughing and being like oh really <laughs> I'm glad to see the incest doesn't stick exclusively to the twins it goes beyond <laughs> to the other groups everybody gets a little yeah. <laughs> it's a central theme which is uh, a negative check mark <laughs> yeah um, so Haruhi's like can you guys just like leave me alone and they're like oh we can't actually because you're not supposed to have a job according to the Oron High School handbook students cannot have jobs so they're saying pretty much if you don't let us hang out here with you we will tell the school that you had a summer job <laughs> Another uh, classist thing that is so great. Love that blackmail. <laughs> Brings Keep friends together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's only one room left, 
and so they decide they're going to compete for it, and Tamaki has this weird fantasy about Haruhi serving him breakfast. Yeah. Which is, again, strange, because he's, I mean, it's fair, like, he's a 16-year-old boy in high school, like, he's gonna, sure, have fantasies, but, you know, she call, he calls her his little girl and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Tamaki's a Libra. <laughs> He's not. His his birthday is April seventh. Oh, what? Gosh. No, that's false. And I'm so sorry. I know that. <laughs> I I am angry. You know that. <laughs> that was like fine to me. But the funny. Okay, I will say this though. It's Honey's birthday is on the leap year. So like, that's like a the joke. Like why he's so little. So he's actually like six. Yeah. Still doesn't make it better. <laughs> funny jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> But so they decide to have a, like, refreshing competition because Misuzuchi is all about refreshing. So they're pretty much given points on what they're doing around the inn. So Honey is shown just sitting and eating cake and Tamaki is fixing a fence and he's like, believe it or not, this is the first time I've used a hammer. Uh, and their brand of refreshing is not necessarily Misuzu's brand of refreshing. So they're not doing too well. Uh, Misuzu really likes the twins. Wait, so Misuzu's uh, brand of uh, refreshing isn't gross incompetence? <laughs> what a concept. Yeah, weird. <laughs> um, so she also really likes Mori. But because Honey probably isn't going to win. And this is all this is all Kiyoya speculation. Because Honey isn't going to win, Mori probably is just going to back out. Because why would he stay there if Honey's not? They got the, like, big brother, little brother sort of trope going for them. Like, the big protector guy and the little boy Lolita. Mm. My favorite part is when Mori is outside and, like, the subtitle thing says chopping wood for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) See, uh, the uh, dub I watched did not have the text translated for whatever reason. So I missed out on all these these parts in uh, 15 and 16. Uh, ah, yeah, okay. That one's probably the best. Yeah, the sub had those too, and those are great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're all having this competition. Hikaru and Kaori are chilling some melons because that's how the guests like it. <laughs> 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 we have to chill the melons. I like that you can hear you recoiling from the mic as you say that, of chilling melons. <laughs> I was grabbing my notes. Oh, okay. Good timing. <laughs> yeah. It does sound like a gross euphemism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Kiyoya, like, him and Haruhi are alone, and he says all that stuff about who might win. And he's like, want to place bets? And Haruhi's like, nah. Um, and then Kiyoya decides to help out Tamaki by suggesting that he plays the piano, because that is something only he can do. And I think this is the first time you really see him do this, but he is, like, a prodigy with piano. Hmm. So while he's playing piano, piano, <laughs> I was going to say Kaudu next, so that's why I said that. Um, Kaudu is outside by himself, uh, which surprises Haruhi, because they're never alone. Um, and she's like, you think you're going to win still? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Spoiler alert, Kaudu is the better twin. I really like Kaudu. I don't like Hikaru. I don't one know bit. which True. one's which. Kaudu is the nice one that talks to Haruhi in oh. this moment. Okay. And Hikaru is the other one. <laughs> gotcha. Who's an asshole. Anyway, um, so some women open 
their window to get a better listen of Tamaki's piano playing, and they knock a vase. Another broken vase. <laughs> um, and it falls down. It's gonna fall on Haruhi, and Kaudu is like, no! And he pushes her out of the way, and he gets a little cut on his cheek. And then Hikaru runs back, and he's like, I'm so sorry I left you! And then Kaudu's like, I'm fine, it's fine. I used to be able to do a Kaudu voice, but I'm not even gonna try it right now. <laughs> um, You're holding out on us. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, because of this display of brotherly love and their concern for each other, Misuzu loses it and says that they're the winner of the refreshing competition. Misuzu is also on the roof for some reason now? Yeah, love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, they get to share. It's a single bed, but they're like, it's fine. Um, they sleep and, together anyway. Yeah. And uh, the next morning, Hikaru has kicked Kaoru out of bed, which is not okay. And the then... ultimate betrayal. <laughs> yeah, for twins. Top um... ten anime betrayals. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're kind of complaining about that as they're going downstairs. They're bickering. And then they try to order breakfast, and Haruhi is like, we, we don't have that. <laughs> because they're bougie. <laughs> Can I have the fancy bougie breakfast with the side of fancy bougie side? Mm, Thank you. With the sauce on top. (laughs) Uh, But Tamaki swoops in and he's like, hey, idiots, I know the menu because he has to show them up. He hates them also. Relatable. Um, (laughs) And uh, so there's like that moment where he just tells them what the breakfast is supposed to be. And then a boy arrives saying that he is with Arai Produce, and he's delivering some veggies and fruits, and Haruhi recognizes him. (gasps) (gasps) And we're left on that little cliffhangy. I like that there was this whole competition to see who gets the one free guest room at the bed and breakfast, and then the rest of the club is still just there. Mm. Yeah, I forgot to mention they all have houses in (laughs) Karuizawa, so they don't even really need to stay there. They're just being dumb. <laughs> They're all just also, fighting for Haruhi. And she's like, what, 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 why, why? I'm, I'm trying to work here. Big giant idiots. Yeah. Also, do they, don't they still have to pay for the room? It's not free, is it? I don't. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think it's free, but they just have so much money. Like, it might as well be for them. Oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jeez. Uh, this show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then we get episode 16, and it turns out the delivery boy is an old classmate of... Alright, I said before, I gave them all nicknames. I'm not even going to attempt to refer to their real names. So, the main <laughs> character is just nerd for me. Poor nerd. Um, so, okay. the delivery boy and poor nerd are old like middle school classmates. So that's how they recognize each other. And uh, they invite the delivery guy in, and they start chatting up and reminiscing about old times. Um... Uh, this is another gem, I think. Haruhi uh, Adai says, um, what a shame you cut all your hair off. And Haruhi is like, really? I don't think so. And I'm just like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then one of the nerds says, like, oh, why don't you get back to work? Like, you got stuff to do. And this delivery guy has to go off and do his stuff. Trying to, like, quickly shoo him away um, and get Haruhi back to work. Um, meanwhile... The president blonde boy is just having a mental breakdown because he just got rejected again and <laughs> someone else is getting more attention than him. Um, and uh, the jealous twin, I'm just going to refer to him as Salty Bitch. 
because I don't remember his name, and that's <laughs> all he is. He I like that, though. I'll take that. He's a salty <laughs> he bitch this it. whole episode. Uh, <laughs> tells him, isn't it, uh, uh, like, everyone in the club is sitting around the table, like, chatting with the delivery guy, to, like, getting to know him and hearing stories. And the twins are all at, are both at the bar, like, away from everyone. And the salty bitch is like, isn't it obvious the delivery boy has a thing for uh, Haruhi? Uh, and the delivery guy, like, owns up. He's like, yeah, I, I did in, like, middle school. And I even asked her out. And she turned me down. Which everyone's surprised by, even Haruhi. It's like, Whoa. I love her face. I love her face in that moment. And All the round shapes. <laughs> <laughs> what? She didn't even realize she did this. And that's when we get the flashback of middle school days. Ooh. And uh, we get the delivery boy running up to Haruhi saying like, Oh, where are you going for high school? Where do you plan to, like... Uh, apply for and she's like oh well Oran high school's got the scholarship and it's like super rich and fancy schmancy but you know my grades are good enough I think I can get it and uh, he's like oh I was hoping we could go together she's like oh well I think there's another scholarship if you want to try and get in on that uh, (laughs) she's like we can go to like the was a guidance counselor's office and like look at the forms or something and that's when you ask her he's like hurry uh, I want you to go with me and she's just like oh yeah, we can go to the uh, counselor's office together. Like, that's no big deal. And just, like, <laughs> breaks him. And I'm going to stand by Haruhi on this one. Like, I, if someone said that to me, I would not think they meant, I want you to go with, out with me, like, on a date. Like, he he was missing a lot of nouns there that could have really helped out. <laughs> well, I believe yeah, it was, especially for, like, younger, like, pre-dating dating, uh, like, going with someone was uh, going out. But, yeah. but, like, the one word of out changes the meaning drastically of that sentence. Yeah. But at, at the time, it was, like, a common way to say, like, ooh, they're, they're, they like, like each other. They're going together. I think what he was trying to emphasize specifically is, like, I want you to go to high school with me yeah. because I like you. So he's, Arai is in the wrong. He should, he should have been more specific. Yeah. So... Uh, we come back to present day. Harry apologizes, like, "Oh God, I'm so sorry. I was, you know, a year later apology, but I'm sorry for misunderstanding you." Um, and uh, they're just talk- sitting around the table, more like talking uh, still. Uh, and that's uh, when one of the uh, God, sorry, all over the place here. Um, <laughs> as a salty bitch is still just being like very catty and just very dismissive. I forget exactly what he says, but he's just kind of saying like. What are we doing, like, wasting our time here with, the, you know, this commoner, this delivery boy? He and, says pretty much, like, Haruhi doesn't need any more friends. Yeah. And that's when Haruhi, like, gets up and we see her, like, walking over a bit and just bitch slaps him. Just pop! Right across the face. That's my favorite part and, in this whole show. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the most combat we see in this anime. Um, and well-deserved, too, because he's just being, being an absolute petty bitch right now and uh that's when he like gets really upset and it's like i thought we were your friends now you're saying there's other friends like he kind of saying like you have to choose like you can't have this many friends and he runs upstairs all pissy um and then the other twin runs up after him saying like oh, i'll take care of this there are only so many spaces on your myspace top friend list oh jesus <laughs> and it's all the host club <laughs> God, I remember that. I remember also specifically going out of my way to find random strangers I do not know and putting them in my top five. That way no one can bitch about not being in it. I was like, fine, no one is. King Solomon style. (laughs) 
It's like, I don't even know these people. Tom, number one. He's my best friend now. <laughs> um, so uh, the nicer twin goes upstairs and kind of talks it out with the salty bitch. Kind of like, hey, you got to go down there. You got to apologize. You're totally in the wrong here. Like, what the hell are you doing? You're throwing a tantrum. I like nicer twin and salty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so as they're talking it out, uh, we come back down to everyone saying goodbye to the delivery boy. Uh, kind of apologize for it, uh, for it. And we see the twin coming downstairs saying like, hey, I'm sorry, man. I was being a real jerk. He's like, nah, it's cool. Uh, and then the delivery boy uh, rides off on his bike. And so Howard points out like, hey, wait a minute. Why do you got a scar now? You're not salty bitch. You're the nice one. Mm-hmm. He's just like, yeah, he wasn't going to apologize. So I figured I'd do it for him. Um, but he said, to make it up to you, though, how about we take you on a date tomorrow? She's just Precious. Uh, or he's kind of like taking it back like, oh, okay, I guess I guess we'll go out Little tomorrow. Little old me. Look at she's a southern belle now. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh my, my stars. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> I should have dubbed this. <laughs> Let's just do an all southern dialect or a high school host club. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> oh, God. What was the big guy? Maury? He'd probably fit in fine. He says like five words the whole season, I bet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the nicer twin asked Hari out on a date to try and make it up for her, uh, make it up to her uh, about today. Uh, and then when we get to the next day, He's sick. <laughs> He's got the black lung, pa. Um, Ooh, you whore. <laughs> basically. Um, so it's really clear he's faking sick. And he's talking to his uh, salty brother. And he's like, why don't you go in my place? You you go and take her out on a nice date instead of me. And he's just like, oh, okay, I guess. And he's like, that'll make up for yesterday that was ruined because of you. Because you're just irredeemably petty. Um... So they go out on a date, and <laughs> immediately when he sees uh, Harui, uh, she's like, oh, that's a weird dress. And I'm just like, God, this fucking guy <laughs> just immediately insults what she's wearing. Like, Why do you look like that? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he a host? Like, he is atrocious at this. And showing how much they really need each other for that twin dynamic, because they can't function on their own. Mm-hmm. Um... And let's see. Oh, and that's when we get like a little flashback of uh, how we actually didn't dress herself. The nicer twin like got his mates to come over and to dress her before the date. So he actually picked out the dress for her, I guess. Precisely. I, I hate those dumb pigtails. They're ugly. Yeah, I was not a fan of those pigtails. Um, I mean, I guess I guess I can't call the one twin shitty for insulting her dress if we're just gonna shit on her hair. <laughs> I'm not shitting on her hair. I'm shitting on the choice of the maid the st- to put those clip-on pigtails in her hair. <laughs> She's not that She's bad. beautiful. <laughs> All right. with, I, with the flashback, I actually do like her with the shorter hair than the like super long hair she had in middle school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so they go out on their date. And of course, like any good anime, the whole club is following behind them, trying not to be seen. Because they want to see what's going on. Uh, and the nicer twin wants to make sure his brother is actually being considerate and not behaving like a dick on the date. So he wants to like keep an eye on him. And also, it's just good gossip. Just good drama. Um, Love that tea. Yeah. So they follow around them, trying not to be seen. Um, 
Uh, and then what happens? They go to get... Is this, is this the ice cream part? Yeah. Okay. They're out, and they're just like, oh, this town's supposed to be like really known for their ice cream. We should get some. And that's when, like, Honey flies in with, like, a little cart behind him and, like, a mustache and hat. <laughs> he's got a disguise. Come get some ice cream. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be, like, an ice cream vendor, and he's clearly a six-year-old child. So... <laughs> No one will notice me, the three-foot-tall child, selling ice cream. (laughs) Hello, best friends. I mean, customers. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when uh, the club, like, flies in real quickly and pulls him back, like, before they blow his disguise. Um, But then, before he's taken away, uh, Ari and the twin, like, hear ice cream. So they're like, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. Let's go get ice cream. Uh, And that's when, like, the blonde president's getting all, like, freaking out because he's jealous He's just as jealous as that twin is, so he wishes he was on the date. So he, like, sneaks into the ice cream stand and sells them ice cream? Because, so, they buy yeah. one ice cream. Haruhi buys one ice cream, and she's like, you want a lick? And then Tamaki's like, no! They can't <laughs> share ice cream! That's like kissing! So he steals ice cream from the vendor and gives Haruhi another cone. <laughs> And I presume he's wearing the same mustache Honey was earlier, because he's also got a mustache and, like, a hat on to try and disguise himself. Because yep. I'm also questioning their friendships, if they can't recognize their friend in a shitty mustache and a hat. <laughs> they also wear costumes all the time, like, in the host club. Oh, now I yeah. get why you like this show. And <laughs> <laughs> you cosplay. Because Dana wears a costume every day. <laughs> I... <laughs> It's disguise. Oh, I'm a fake bitch. <laughs> to she pronouns. <laughs> wow. We love discourse. Um, but I like when the nicer twin like dives into the ice cream stand and kind of pulls the president away and it's kind of like uh, berating him. Like, what the hell do you think you're doing? Stop trying to blow this. And we just see in the corner the actual employee, like ice cream clerk, just saying, like, what the hell's happening right now? <laughs> like, I just got to do my job. Why did I come into work today? <laughs> I should. I keep that. putting off my novel. <laughs> uh, same. I really gotta send in those auditions. <laughs> uh, so this is when uh, Harry goes out. Like they're still out shopping, and they see I forget what it was. Pickled something. I didn't write it down. Pickled yams. Pickled yam. Mmm. That no no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something, but not good. Um. So she's going to buy them for uh, the nicer twin because he's sick. She's like, oh, I figured you'd want to get him a gift. And the salty bitch is like, how do you know I want to get him a gift? She's like, ah, I can tell because I can read emotions because I'm not a soulless robot like you. So. (laughs) (laughs) She says exactly that. Yeah. So she's. Verbatim. (laughs) That's a quote. Uh, So she's like, we can get this uh, gift from him. She's like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess that would be nice to get him. Uh, and as they're out shopping still, you get a little hint of, like, oh, it might rain today. And, like, oh, uh, they're seeing one of their windows shopping, and they hear thunder real quick. Harry turns around, like, oh, did you hear that? He's like, what? No, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Um, and then while they're out, they run into the delivery boy again, which is great, because he caused all the tension yesterday. Well, he didn't. Salty Bitch did. But he was the catalyst for it. Um, and that's when they hear, like, thunder more. And it's, like, very clear, like, hey, it's gonna rain. So they're like, oh, man, we should probably get back soon. Delivery guy's like, oh, my uncle, like, who owns the shop, uh, he's also got a a car I could borrow real quick. And I can just drive you guys back. That way you're not caught up in the rain. Harry's like, oh, it's a good idea because I don't want to get caught in the rain. Who does? Uh, And a salty bitch 
lives up to his namesake and just <laughs> is so petty and just like, we can just get a taxi. And they're like, ah, it's oh, We're going to get a cab. We, we can solve this problem with money. Money solves all of our problems. <laughs> Why take the free ride when you can hail a taxi in Karuizawa, which doesn't sound quite right? Yeah, judging off this I town. Think it's possible. There's probably we'll not wait a 45 lot. minutes for the closest cab to get here. <laughs> oh, God. We'll call an Uber. That, back, back in Pennsylvania, it would take about 30, 45 minutes to get an Uber. It was not good. Um, anyway, the, uh, Harry's like, no, he's here. We know him. We can just go real quick before the rain even starts. Like, it'll be easier this way. He's just like, fine, if you want to go with him, go ahead. But you're going to have to go by yourself. Huh! And storms off, stomping his bitchy little feet. I uh, said good day. I said good day. Literally runs away. <laughs> People don't understand me. Tears flying in the air as he runs away. If you like his car so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is when we come back. To the bed and breakfast, and we see the whole club is there. I guess they stopped stalking them on their date. Uh, and it's really storming now, and the thunder and lightning's really coming down in the rain. Um, and uh, they get a call from Salty Bitch saying, like, or no. It's from Odai, the delivery boy. Yeah. We love a one sided telephone call. <laughs> I completely forgot <laughs> Another this one. one. Another one. Uh, it's good for plot. Uh, Expo- no explanation I'm going to stop trying to use bigger yeah. words um, <laughs> so he's basically saying like yeah they ran off and um, I didn't drive anyone back so I think they might still be out in the storm and uh, that's when Blonde Boy President starts freaking out he's like what and grabs his cell phone and calls the salty bitch and he's like <laughs> he's like, oh hey you called just in time you can come pick me up because he's just chilling on the side of the road listening to his headphones while it's raining because why I not? I hate him so much. <laughs> those, are, those look like good headphones. You don't want to ruin them. Um, and the president just starts like berating him and chewing him out. Like, what the hell do you think you're doing? You could have brought her back safe and sound. She's terrified of thunder. What the hell is wrong with you? You dumb idiot. You got to go out there and save her. Fucking idiot. <laughs> it just like really lays into him. <laughs> yeah, that's another development that we learned in the beach episode. Oh, we missed that. the beach episode! It's episode 7, if you're interested. Of course I'm interested. <laughs> Who doesn't love she's, a good beach episode? Yeah, she's terrified of thunder and lightning, and only Tamaki knows that. Ah. Uh, so this is where Tamaki's telling uh, the salty bitch, and he has to go back, running out into the rain to try and find her, and he's stopping people he sees on the road, saying, like, hey, have you seen this girl? Have you seen her? And he can't find her anywhere. I just imagine in Scott Pilgrim when he holds up the... Have you seen a girl with hair like this? Yeah. <laughs> he's got the pigtails on the side. <laughs> uh, so he's running around in the rain, and he runs past a church with an open door, which seems like a bad security device for a church, but okay, I'm not one to judge. God will save it. Um, God! God has our back. Yeah, what could go wrong here? Um, and he hears crying, and he runs in, and he sees... He finds a... How are we uh, underneath, like, the altar, like, in the front of the church, like, kind of crying and having a panic attack. Uh, and he pulls off the big cloth sheet over top of the altar and wraps it around her to try and warm her up and dry her off. And puts the, his headphones around her. That way she doesn't have to hear the thunder. And while he's doing all this, he's, like, apologizing for being an asshole earlier and apologizing for running away on her and all this stuff. Uh, and she says, it's okay. She forgives him because she can still hear him through the headphones. Uh, not effective headphones. It's not great. I was, I was far too emotional at this moment. I was like, I hate myself. <laughs> why do, you, 
Um, why, why am I, like, almost crying right now? <laughs> I definitely also felt that way. Ugh. I don't like Hikaru, <laughs> but I guess it was just something about him, like, working out his feelings that I was like, <laughs> I mean, it can be an emotional scene without having to, like, saying, like, oh, this guy's great. And it's like, no, it's it's emotional because he was so shitty earlier. Yeah. Um, he temporarily redeemed himself. Good for him. For a bit. Uh, and then we cut to the next day. And uh, everyone's hanging out having breakfast. Because once again, they're still here all the time, despite not getting a room. And uh, the delivery boy shows up to drop off some nice melon. Because Japanese love melon, I guess. His uncle has the best in town. (laughs) Uncle's got some great melons. You really gotta see him. Uh, (laughs) And that's when the salty bitch comes down. He accepts the melon. He's like, hey, you're not half bad. And that's the end of the episode. Okay, but I love, so, like, Kaoru and Kyoya are, like, having a moment upstairs, and Kaoru's like, yeah, I mean, he's still kind of a dummy, and then Kyoya says, well, that's good, because our club is full of dummies. Mm. Oh, yeah. I love it. I call kiss, them kiss, dummies. they're all dumb. Kiss, <laughs> kiss, they're all dumb. <laughs> but so, so that's the three episodes. Uh, yeah. A good one. He basically says, like, how do you know they didn't fall in love with each other on that date? And his brother basically says, like, nah, he's too dumb for that. <laughs> yeah. Which, it's true. We just saw it, so. <laughs> yeah. And it's... So. Yeah. Are are we there yet, both of you, because this is your first time watching it? I'll let Dugan go first, because he's the important. <laughs> okay. I'm honored. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was definitely digging it. Uh, I think I I would benefit from going back and watching the episodes in between 1 and 15, because uh, uh, th- these were excellent episodes, but I feel like I missed out a little bit on sort of their relationships being built a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, just to have that little bit of extra uh, connection between them, because they were still relative strangers to me. Um, so I I would definitely uh, give it another shot and uh, watch those uh, in-between episodes. Yeah! <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, I love it. What What do you think, Brendan? I know this probably isn't your cup of tea, but I still want to know what you think. God, I think Tom Hardy just came in my room with how much venom you were just spewing at me. God damn. <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> it's kind of topical, eh? Um, anyway, um, I, like I said, I was surprised... It's weird. I was surprised how much I liked the animation and the style of the intro, because I really liked the way they did that. But then in the mm-hmm. actual show, it just kind of went back to a kind of a standard anime. It didn't. I didn't see those moments as often in the actual show, so I was kind of disappointed by that. Um, but with this, it it feels like it's not necessarily a harem, but it feels like definitely like two, the two boys fighting over the main character. And it feels like they all fit their... Like, even in the first episode, they kind of set up, like, I'm this trope, and he's that trope, and he's that stereotype. So I kind of feel like I already know where a lot of these characters stand and where they're going to go, unless there's some sort of crazy development twist I'm not planning for. Um, I mean, there's... there There's a lot of character development within the course of these 26 episodes. I will say that. Okay. Yeah, that is also a little bit of the issue of only watching like the first few episodes is we get we get the uh oh, these are all still 
jerks. Uh, they will get <laughs> redeemed by the end of the show, but right now they're kind of jerks. Yeah. I think, like, I love these episodes, and I think watching them now, being older, I think I like these ones specifically because it's about a boy working out his feelings. You yeah. Know? Which you don't see often, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So I, I just... Even though he's an asshole, and, like, he's still, like, not my favorite character, even at the end of the show, Mm -hmm. I just, like, these episodes, I think, are just, like, so valuable. Just, like, in my love story, like, Takeo and, uh, Uh his best friend, I forget his name, (laughs) So You kept calling him Sonya. Suna. Sonya Blade. Suna. Their relationship is, like, I feel like it's so important, like, just to have boys feel things in in media. So I really appreciate that in these episodes. And the whole show is very much that. Yeah, very Mm relationship-driven. And, like, the friendships are so, like, I love you so much, platonically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you can already tell. I mean. Yeah. Like, even though you missed... I guess some character development, eh. I feel like they're still pretty similar to how they were in the first episode, like, that you saw. Mm-hmm. So. It's, yeah, yeah, it is good to see the development, especially of, like, this one character working it out everything for himself. But it is still, like, the shittiest character out of the main ensemble. So it's kind of like, yeah. uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but I'm curious, like, is it, because I've seen a few shows where it's like, here are the three main characters, and then everyone else in the, is a B cast that's quickly forgotten about. So I feel like between, what was it, Mori, Honey, and Glasses, they're going to quickly just fade into the background? Nope. Okay, that's good. Yeah, uh, everyone gets their moment, and I won't elaborate further. Okay, with that, re- <laughs> Mysterious. With that reassurement, I, I would be more invested to continue watching it. Yay! <laughs> See, if you guys didn't like this one, I would actually be so sad. Like, I could handle you guys not liking, like, Yuri on Ice or Black Butler... But this, oh, this, is, this is a lot for me. We're two for three. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Woo! Yay! All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on another episode of Are We There Yet? And thank you, Joss, for joining us for this episode. Hey, I love this. <laughs> uh I don't know. I like. I love it. I love watching you guys every week. Um, it makes me love anime again. And. It made me like want to keep watching anime. I actually hadn't watched it in so long, and then um, watching you guys made me actually watch it more. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> wow, I'm glad like, someone started it. watching more anime because of this show. Because it's not me so far. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <Yikes>. exposed. <laughs> It's just, it's the problem with the show is like, here's a show to watch, but next week you have to watch a different show and another show and another show. <laughs> so just like, you it's a self-defeating prophecy, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Kind of. Uh, but yeah, is there anything you would like to plug or any, uh, anywhere you'd like people to find you online? Um, uh, if you're interested in my cosplay account, um, I am Legend of Joss Cosplay with underscores, um, in between each word. Um. Dana and I cosplay together a lot, so if you want to see us be really gay together, go ahead and <laughs> give that a follow. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite cosplay so far? Um, uh, I'm actually a huge Nintendo nerd, so um, I actually cosplay Zelda Ooh. a lot, Ooh. as well as um, I'm getting into cosplaying Link more, 
And then I also cosplay Sailor Moon. Every time I go to a convention, I cosplay her. I love her so much. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> we have plans. We have many plans. Just you wait. It only gets gayer from here. <laughs> oh, God, it better. <laughs> I expect nothing less. Then you'd love Host Club. <laughs> uh, well, you can find the show online at uh, Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo, and you can find me on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan, stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is my other podcast about video games. And if there's an anime you'd like us to watch, uh, please tweet at us, or you can email, email us at. Uh, I keep saying at before the email, that's not how emails work. <laughs> You can email us at the are we there yet at gmail.com. And Give us more beautiful boys. Yes. Yes, please. I thrive. Yes, if you send us a beautiful boy anime, we will bump it to the top of our list. <laughs> uh, the best. Yes. Uh, and uh, for next week, uh, uh, it's it's my pick, and I'm going topical. Well, semi-topical for the newly released uh, Netflix show, Sirius the Jaeger. Ooh. I hope it's about Pacific Rim. <laughs> I hope it's about, I hope it's a spin-off series from Attack on Titan where it's about Aaron Jaeger. Uh, I, really <laughs> I got one of those references. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork. And thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louie's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next time as we learn to live with anime. Bye!